Liz Rao definitely has a quirky sense of humor. She's an author and now a podcast host. But recently, she's undergone a major change in her life. VSG Bariatric Surgery. Now she's on a journey to discover health and happiness. Join her as she navigates this new world. This is Life with Liz. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another week of Life with Liz. Obviously, I'm your host, Liz Rao. So, hello, hello, hello. How is everybody doing? That's my first question. How are you? It's something you should constantly be asking yourself and and asking your friends and not just in the bariatric world, but all the way around. How are you doing? There's just this weird thing lately, right, with people where you would think after the pandemic and everyone was kind of like neutralized and really kind of put on the same level, like some sort of humanity would have come out of it. But it's very clear as we uh, start rounding out the year of 2021, you know, two two years into this pandemic, um, that really it just made people worse. Nobody cares anymore. Nobody makes eye contact anymore. Like there are no manners. It's uh, it's really like disgusting. So I'm asking you, how are you doing? I hope you're doing well. And thank you for listening to another week of this podcast. So in kind of continuing that spirit, um, this week I wanted to do some kind of difference. I'm, I'm gearing up for another couple of rounds of travel for work and um, doing, um, I'll be around people a lot more than I normally am now that I work from home. Um, and I'm only around my husband typically, right? So um, I was doing a little research just for me, just to make sure that as I'm traveling, I'm at my peak because I just came off of girls weekend and uh, where I, you know, really did not take care of my body. I did not take care of my liver. I really didn't get a lot of sleep, uh, but it was really fun. But I had my weekend, I had my time, now I got to get back on track so I can uh, start traveling and not get sick. So we're going to talk about the 10 ways to support your immune system. So we all know we're taking our, uh, you know, vitamins and whatever. This is on top of like the normal, um, the normal things. So I want to just kind of count down of 10 things that you can do to help boost your immune system outside of just taking your multivitamins. So I can't really believe I have to even say this, but number 10 is wash your hands and actually wash your hands. It's the number one best way to remove germs, avoid getting sick, and prevent the spread of germs to others. Um, it's kind of the reason this pandemic got so so uh, far so fast, right? So the old rule of thumb is that you're supposed to like sing happy birthday twice in your head for the amount of time you should wash your hands. Use soap and do more than like a quick two second rinse. I can't tell you how many times in a bathroom I see someone not use soap and then it's like a three second wash and they just do like a little shake and go on to their way. You didn't clean anything. You didn't kill any germs, but you probably spread them with your little sprinkle of your fingers. Um, so yeah, number 10. Very, very simple, you guys, but let's everyone wash your hands as we go into winter. Uh, number nine on the list of ways to boost your immune system 
staying active. It's actually scientifically proven that working out on a regular base, uh, basis boosts your immune system. How about that, y'all? I didn't actually know that fact until I was researching this. Um, I knew, you know, mentally you feel better. Um, but yeah, it actually um, regulates the hormones in your body and then you get less stressed and that additional physical activity also helps to move bacteria like out of lungs, airways, which reduces your chance of getting a cold or illness. Fun fact, guys. So not only do you need to do it to keep up on your bariatric side, you need to do it to keep up on your uh, health. And, um, sorry, I had to chug some water. And uh, you need to do it to, you know, not get sick this winter. All right, number eight. I kind of feel like, or not, like, yeah, number eight on our countdown. Um, managing stress. Chronic stress suppresses the immune system of the body by releasing cortisol. So that means that cortisol, you know, interferes with your immune cells to reproduce and receive signals from the body. So if you have um, cortisol, you're also reducing like an antibody that lines the gut and the respiratory tract, the first line of defense against pathogens. So managing your stress is super, super important. And it can be as easy as... Um, you know, on your iPhone, Apple Watch, you have the little breathe app that's like, time to breathe. It could be something as simple as that. 30 seconds of breathing exercises, you guys. So keep that in mind. N number seven on our countdown, the one that I'm the worst at, sleeping. Yeah. Sleeping keeps you healthy, you guys. I don't, did you know that? I'm, uh, um, yeah, no. Those who are crazy, like me, uh, we know it. We just, you know, it's a far-off dream. But uh, sleep deprivation can actually suppresses the immune system's ability to defend itself because you're not getting any sort of rest or reset that your body actually needs. So getting adequate sleep allows hormones to reset, supports the immune system's functionality, and reduces inflammation. So you should aim for six to nine hours of quality sleep. The number one way to get to that quality sleep, put your cell phone down. Don't have a TV on. Don't have an iPad. Like, the the blue light from all of those electronics actually keeps your brain working, and it makes it much, much harder for it to shut down. So, good rule of thumb, if you want good quality sleep, go to, room in a, go to bed in a super black, dark room without any little lights or noises or uh, things that will keep your brain rolling, you know? Fun facts. Um, number six on our countdown is balancing your blood sugars. So you should keep your blood sugar stable by eating in regular intervals, maintaining a balanced diet, avoiding excessive intake of highly processed carbohydrates, sugar. You should manage your stress and stay active. So a couple of these things, you know, definitely overlap. They all seem to play together. Um, but the high blood sugar levels reduce immunity by decreasing the functionality of immune cells. One study showed that eating or drinking 100 grams of sugar, the equivalent of two 16-ounce bottles of soda, reduces white blood cells' ability to kill germs by 40%. 
So there you go. Another reason to kick the sugar, not just your sleeve surgery or the fact that it will give you dumping syndrome. Um, but yeah, it, sugar makes you sick. There you go. Number five. Ooh, I was not, uh, I did not nail this one this weekend. Avoid alcohol. Numerous research studies have shown that excess intake of alcohol can actually tamper with your immune system in a very, very swift manner. Uh, drinking three or more alcoholic drinks can decrease the ability of the immune cells to multiply function and fight bacteria, fungi, viruses, parasites, you name it. Alcohol kind of like uh, does not help it. Um, if you choose to drink, you know, you should do it in moderation and definitely not every day. Um, but alcohol is a big trigger in a lot of ways. And, uh, you know, the longer I go into this process, the, the more I'm like, maybe I'll just completely give it up or just like a, a very like once in a blue moon kind of thing because it seems like it's such a slippery slope because it could easily be a cross addiction where you've, you've transferred maybe a sugar addiction or a food addiction into alcohol because um, you're looking for that reward center trigger, right, that we always talk about. So um, alcohol just hurts you in so many ways. Uh, number four on how to keep your body healthy is to hydrate. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. You have to have the water so you can naturally eliminate toxins and other bacteria. Um, water helps to also carry oxygen into your body cells, which results in properly functioning systems and organs. So we know you should always aim for 64 ounces a day. I am back at my 120 ounces. I've recently just been able to do it, keep it up. Um, and I have to say, going from like 80 ounces to 120, I feel a huge difference in my body. Like I, and I can tell, um, if I don't get enough water by a certain time in the morning, because suddenly, suddenly I'm just like craving it. Like I'm in the Sahara and this water is the only thing in the world that I want. Um, so yes, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. So you can stave off infections, you guys. All right. You all know that I am actually, um, traveling a lot and I don't know if you've been on my Instagram page recently, but I, I'm going into a couple of conventions where I'm working from like 6 a.m. to midnight every day and maybe I'll get a lunch break, maybe not, and so I, I needed some snacks. So I've partnered with bariatricpal.com and they sent me a box full of goodies. So there are vegan protein chips that for one bag, it's 120 calories, but it's 14 grams of protein, you guys. So a good rule of thumb with your protein is that you should always, for every 10 calories, have a gram of protein. So that is actually an excellent, excellent uh, serving in this little bag of chips. Um, they also have these killer, killer freaking pretzels that I stupidly did not save for the airplane. So I'm gonna have to order some more. Um, because if I could eat protein pretzels, I have 12 grams of protein, or crappy airport or airplane pretzels that have zero protein or flavor, I'm going to go with these really amazing tasting protein pretzels, right? So if you go to bariatricpal.com, get the protein pretzels and use my promo code LRO15, that's LRO as in Liz Rowell official, 15 for 15% off your first order. You guys, you will not regret it. These snacks are amazing, and they have so much more. They have all the gadgets and gizmos and vitamins aplenty. So definitely go check them out at bariatricpal.com and use my promo code. 
The next one on my list is like really kind of my favorite. So um, supporting your gastrointestinal tract. I was born with a gastrointestinal disease. I will have it forever. And it was very, very obvious, um, even when I was younger, that it could be managed by food. However, if you tell a 10-year-old to eat apples and all this other stuff all day long, they, they're not really going to listen when their brother's eating a Swiss roll, right? So it took me a long time to really learn how to treat my intestinal system, right? But there are things that you can do that really keep you healthy. And many are really surprised to find out that over 70% of your immune system resides in your gut. So when people are like, oh, I have a leaky gut, guys, that's like a real thing. <laughs> that's They're not just making that up. So eating fermented foods can actually help to strengthen your gut barrier, stimulate the production of immune-fighting cells, and so on. So a couple of things you can do. Yogurt. Uh, miso, oh, I do like some miso, uh, kimchi, sauerkraut, that's another one that I could just eat out of the jar. I know that's weird, but it's the German in me. And any other kind of fermented food you could totally do. But there, um, the other thing you want to do is like, like my husband has a yogurt every single morning, but I'm like, put some fruit in it. Because the other thing you want to do is to include fiber-rich foods because they help your your body to nourish all the healthy bacteria in your gut that you actually need that fights all the bad bacteria, right? So things like chia seeds, flax seeds, whole grains, beans, legumes, berries, add that into your diet too, guys. It doesn't have to be a lot, but just a little every day. And if you're like me and you like a good protein shake, um, I throw in a lot of different kinds of berries. I throw in my Orgain protein powder. I still like the vanilla. I'm still a sucker for it. And you can throw in just like a spoonful of chia seeds. So it makes it super easy and you're getting all this good fiber in your regular. Because as you know, after surgery, um, you go through this weird thing where you have to like almost like retry new foods and certain foods that you'll try to reintroduce into your body. Um, like for me, like uh, salsa or spicy food is a no-go. Um, but yeah, if you're not getting like enough fiber, uh, you, you get some problems, right? So it's not always uh, a fun time, but supporting your gastrointestinal tract will help keep you on the right path. Um, continuing along the food path. So food is like actually really crucial to supporting your immune system so we don't get sick this winter, right? Or while we're traveling. So you need to eat, uh, immune boosters. So there are certain root vegetables that you should incorporate into your diet that have been shown to actually help ease symptoms and reduce the duration and severity of an illness. So um, it's kind of twofold. So you could just introduce it when you feel bad, but if you're, it's regularly going into your body, it's going to fight a lot of like inflammation as well. So um, ginger, we all know it's, um, you know, anti-nausea, right? But it's also an anti-inflammatory. And I like will just sprinkle ginger and like random things that I'm cooking. And I'm like, oh, now I have a little, a little uh, new flavor and spice to my dinner and it's good for me. Uh, garlic. You all, I once ate a garlic salad before an event and nobody would stay next to me because I ate so much garlic. But let me tell you what, it's antibacterial, antifungal properties are great for your body and also good for your skin.
Fun fact. And then the other one you can easily introduce is turmeric. I like to put turmeric in, in food as well. My husband kind of gets over it, but like I'll do um, some breakfast potatoes and I'll throw some turmeric in there um, and some tomatoes. Oh, so good, you guys. It's so good. Um, sometimes I'll even do a little nutritional yeast, but that's the vegan in me. All right, guys, the last thing that you should do to keep your body in check so you don't get sick. Because now that we're not wearing masks, the flu season will be on us before you know it. Um, eat whole foods. Very simple. An amazing idea, right? And um, the easiest thing you could do to stay healthy. Stop eating the processed food. Stop it, guys. <laughs> so, like protein, for example. Protein is very, very important to building, maintaining, and repairing body tissues. It's one of the reasons why when you first come out of surgery, they are so heavily focused on protein because it's going to repair your body from the trauma of surgery faster than anything else. So, you know, lean meats, poultry, seafood, fish, eggs, um, but you can also get dairy out of, I'm um, sorry, protein out of dairy, lentils, beans, and there are a lot of other plant-based sources as well. Um, essential fats. By eating whole foods, you're also going to get those essential fats that help support cell membrane, control inflammation, and help with vitamin absorption. So that's another reason it's so good for us as bariatric patients because um, malabsorption is one of the things they're worried about if you're not eating properly because you have a little teeny tiny stomach and you want to make sure you're absorbing the best that you can with this new stomach. So things like eggs, which I eat, I think I eat eggs every day, nuts, seeds, olives. Oh, I love a good Kalamata olive, you guys. Like, you know, like nobody knows. Um, avocado, olive oil, obviously, and any sort of like oily fish. So I probably have salmon two or three times a week. Um, and I'd ask my like nutritionist, like, is that too much? Like, my husband thought maybe I was eating too much salmon because of mer mercury content. And she goes, no, that's actually about right. And that's super healthy because you're also getting good fats with your protein. And it's going to help you all the way around. Um, and the one thing that I also, with eating whole foods, I will say is that um, you also have to get your complex carbohydrates, you guys. Like, you don't have to be low keto to drop the weight. Like, your body needs carbs, but it needs complex carbs. It does not need processed, crappy potato chip carbs. So think of whole grains, vegetables. Um, you know, a potato is not going to kill you, I always say. <laughs> High fiber fruit, legumes. Um, those are things that will super, super help you. Um, they're complex carbohydrates and they contain all the important vitamins and minerals that you need to strengthen not only your body, but your immune system. And then, you know, you always have everything with your micronutrients and, um, you know, the way different things break down, like vitamin C has been shown to increase the length of time and um, severity of the symptoms of the common cold. Sorry, decrease the length of time and severity of the cold. So you can get vitamin C for more than just orange juice, you guys. Like broccoli is a great source of vitamin C. Um, vitamin D helps promote healing, helps your immune system fight off bacteria and toxins. Vitamin D is super easy to get. We're already taking it with our calcium supplement, and if you're not, you should be. But you can also eat a lot of mushrooms, eggs, 
Um, if you're one of those people who like sardines, God bless you. But super, super easy to get. Um, zinc's another one that's one of the micronutrients that's really important to pay attention to as well. Multiple reasons for us after VSG, but for the purpose of this topic, it stimulates the production of immune cells. So beef, shellfish, seeds, nuts, dairy, whole grains, eggs, all the things we already talked about are also going to be high in zinc. Um, for us, we also need the zinc towards part of the hair regrowth process and taking care of our skin. So very just simple, simple things you all can do, you guys, to help boost your immune system. And as you can see, very, um, you know, a lot of it is treated by food and hydration and sleep and exercise, things that we're already paying attention to. So a good rule of thumb to feel the best you can feel is eat the rainbow. Make sure your plate is colorful. Don't just have all brown food on your plate. Don't have like a piece of chicken and, and a potato and then, and then, you know, remove the skin from the potato and have a plain one. That's not, that's worse. All the nutrients is in the skin, but you know, really get, try to get color out of there. You know, throw in some tomatoes, throw in uh, lettuce or spinach, throw in a zucchini, a pepper. I, I will put freaking garlic and mushrooms on anything. So I'm already good there, but definitely take care of yourself and I, I want to hear from you all, like, what's your favorite Eat the Rainbow meal? Post on Instagram and tag me. I'm dying to see what you all are eating. Um, I, I always need inspiration, too. And I will tell you, even though I overdrank on the wine this last week and I did not overeat, and let me tell you how I got over that. So I love to cook. Love to cook. Here's the thing. I don't eat most of it. And I didn't eat it before surgery because I was vegan and I went into vegetarian post so I could have eggs and fish. Um, but most things I don't eat. So I don't eat dairy and I don't eat meat outside of what we've already discussed. So the way to not overeat when you're hosting is to make something for them that they feel like they're indulging. But you already know you can't eat and so you're going to make yourself a salad with a piece of salmon. <laughs> so I made them beef bourguignon homemade rosemary bread, uh, rosemary garlic bread. And, uh, then on another night I made, oh God, what did I do? I baked chicken, but not just baked chicken. I made them guilty pleasure baked chicken. It was cream of mushroom, garlic, chicken, uh, with cheese. So everyone knows how to make cream of mushroom chicken, right? Well, now Campbell's is like so fancy from when I was growing up. So they have a cream of garlic and a cream of mushroom. So I get both of them and I mix them together and I put in extra seasonings. I put in extra garlic. I put in um, some parsley, lots of black pepper, salt. I salt the chicken, a little lemon on the chicken as well. And then I put cheese all over the chicken and then I put the cream of mushroom soup on the top of it. Bake it for an hour at 350 your family will love you. They will think you are a goddess. It's super easy to make. And maybe maybe not super healthy, but I didn't have to eat it. So I impressed my guest and I stayed on diet track. So I had a piece of uh, salmon and some vegetables. Very, very easy to do, you guys. But don't feel like you can't be the hostess with the mostest just because you have to watch your diet. Everyone enjoyed it. Uh, and I froze the leftovers for my, for my husband, so he'll be eating like a king for months. All right, everyone. That's all I have this week. 
I will be out traveling next week, but I'll try to get a podcast up ahead of time and pre-record over the weekend. However, I do want to see your eat the rainbow, hashtag eat the rainbow meals. So tag me. Okay. All right. Let's talk soon. Shall we? Thank you for listening to this episode of Life with Liz.